Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Imagine someone sitting home mumbling and cackling instead of play, paying a motherfucking bill. Yeah. Stop mumbling and cackling? Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. anyways. Hey y'all, it's Nick and Chase. Welcome back to Mumbling and Cackling. Yes, we're very excited about this week's episode. We have a stacked agenda for you guys. Very, yeah, very stacked. We um, asked you guys to email us in some of your most insane like first dates or just like like Men. dating app, like horror stories, like yeah. anything that's really shocking and kind of cackle worthy. And you guys kind of blew up our emails, so we have a lot to go through here. And we haven't read any of them. Like we, I have been like bothering Nick. I was like, Nick, we need to just like go through and like read them <laughs> and like pick through because we have like so many. And he was like, No, like we needed a, a like a raw, honest like reaction to these. <laughs> so literally, I've been like itching. Like I've just read like the thumbnails of like all the emails or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, literally, the subject lines are so funny. But we really waited until now to do like a live reaction of all of them. So y'all welcome because it's hard. It's been hard. <laughs> it's been really hard. Um, Nick, should we talk about our um, our week? Our yeah. Weekend? Do you want to start us off? Well, sure. <laughs> I think you need to start because I joined the party late. Um, so me and Nick went out this weekend to. Oh, we went called? to Break Room eighty six. Yeah. In K Town. Yes. Which K Town is like really fun to go out, but. I feel like we don't usually end up there. So it was a nice little switch up. Yeah. So all this happened. Mind you, like I'm fighting the great war at my restaurant job and I get a text like that Nick and our friends and everyone is are going out. And I was like, well, fuck, I really, really want to go out, but I'm stuck at work. And then somehow by the grace of God, I get cut at work at 11, like 1130 and that's rare, too, because I feel a, like you never get off that no, early. No, on a Friday, too. Like, normally I'm off at, like, 2 in the morning. Yeah. I don't know what. They were like, girl, go have fun. You look fucked. You you need it. <laughs> um, But, so I get off at 11.30, and they just, everyone at our place was pre-gaming, and they just left to go. So it's like, okay, perfect. I'll just meet them there. With the speed, I swear to God, I have a timestamp photo of No, me. you got there, like, within, like, 15 minutes. I don't even know. I, mind you, my work is, like, 15 minutes away from where we live. I ran out of work, like literally ran down the hill of Sunset Boulevard and got into my car, sped home. Right when I got home, I got in, I pressed like the <laughs> 15 minute lift. So I was like, okay, that give me 15 minutes to like get everything done. I changed, slammed like three shots all while blasting lip gloss by Charlie XCX You're on so repeat. Yeah. for that. And then was in the Uber. And then I was there within, I have a timestamp of me getting out of the Uber at, 1207 lip gloss is like the girly pregame song like mm -hmm. i keep using it like lip gloss. gloss it's so good if you, if you guys haven't listened to it listen to that and then drink to that by rihanna yeah cheers to that oh is it cheers oh yeah yeah, yeah. To that. wait 
it's either drink to that or cheers to that, but it's Dope. so good. It gets it's the girls so going. good. It's amazing. Um, can't believe you got there on time and you got there a little drunk, which was oh. perfect. Can I? Oh, I also need to explain because I don't know if you guys got this experience, but so mind you, I showed up by myself and um, I was, I've never been to this place too. And literally the entrance of it is like a low. Oh yeah, low it's, a, it's a speakeasy. It's a speakeasy. Yeah. I didn't know that either. And it's like. The entrance is like a loading dock. Yeah. Like where the fucking like it's like the back alley, like <laughs> fucking like where like the semi trucks yeah. like pull in. And I was like, Okay, hey. hey. And I pulled up and there was like a group of people and I was like and they like were the bouncer like let me through and then you have to get to the door and the lady was like, Stop here. You guys are going in as a group. And I was like, As a group? What the fuck? Was yeah. Like, it's, like, was, it's literally like a Disney ride. It literally was like a, a Disney, Disney ride. And that I was, was that was your single rider. I know. Line. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my fast pass. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then so she was like, Okay, follow me and it's like taking this us, this little group, through like the kitchen of like this restaurant and I was like, What and she was like, No pictures and I was like, Girl, what the fuck is happening right now? I was like, This is so <laughs> weird <laughs> And then we get to the back of it and there's a vending machine and she's like, Oh, since this is your first time, like you get to choose a um a treat and I was like, Yeah, that that tired ass line like they literally told us the same thing they probably tell everyone that. but the thing is i literally bought it and i was like oh my god i was like she was like choose what you want i was like hot cheetos please (laughs) (laughs) and um she was like okay press this code and i was like it's not working and she was like oh it's actually um jk and so i pressed jk and i was like it's still not working she was like oh jk and then she goes and like opens up wait the, that's epic of the her bo- no she ate i was like she i ate. literally she gagged me i literally was like oh my god <laughs> and then i had to s- run around that bar trying to find you guys the when we entered she was like oh yeah there's a performance on like at midnight so we're walking and like making our way through the crowd and then the lights dim and then like the entire back of the bar like where all the shelves were like the alcohol bottles are like starts lowering like this whole thing and like spotlights come on <laughs> like it was drama and like all that just for like three no it was like looking back it was like actually the most mid performance ever but in the moment we were so gagged wait let me find the i want to play this they're literally wearing bikini bottoms and a cropped like sweater they look like they just got out of like an alpha fee like day party <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wait, it's like the Forever 21 fashion show. Wait, I, I found the audio. I need to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play, going, it. Oh, no! play it. We were so annoyed. We literally were like screaming and everyone was like, what? Like, Literally, no one was like really paying attention to it. But us, like I literally was like, yeah, trying to t- like, I was like, oh. God, no, like w- it literally was like Beyonce or that something. That was literally my Coachella. <laughs> they're up there. They're like, ah, ah, ah. I don't know the rest. <laughs> Find the note, That's girl. Enough. Find That's the note, enough. babe. Um, um, it also was crazy when they were like grabbing the pipes and they were like fully on the ceiling. Like their feet were off the ground. No, they were doing. <laughs> They, they were doing the ta- the Thai massage shit. <laughs> like they literally were like doing flips on the ceiling, and we were like, "What?" And the thing is, like, they weren't even synchronized like at all. Like the no. three, of th- it was like watching Fifth Harmony perform. Like, <laughs> they're all doing like different things. 
<laughs> and everyone was like, what? And we were freaking out. But yeah. it was it was a really cool bar. It was like 80s themed. Yeah. So, I would go back. Yeah. We had a really good night. Oh, my God. And we ended up at a karaoke bar. Why did I totally forget about that? Oh, yeah. We ended up at a karaoke bar. It was like one of those like random nights where like everyone's having a good time. Like yeah. the vibes are high. Me and Nick duetted um, You and I, yeah. which was really... We opened the show there. Yeah. We fully just took the mics and we go, it's been a long time since I came around. Meanwhile, I think the funniest part of that is that two straight guys that our girlies met at the bar, like, bought the karaoke room for us, like, yeah. spent $900. And meanwhile, <laughs> it's just me and Chase singing You and I and drinking literally all their tequila. Drinking all their liquor. <laughs> like, actually. They really thought they were getting lucky, like, inviting all these girls. Little did they know they were getting us little girls. <laughs> yeah. As they're, like, sitting in the corner, we're like, You and I. Yeah, that was really epic. Also, like, does that place not have a curfew? Because I, like... I was not paying attention at all, and then one second I look at my phone and it's four in the morning. And I was yeah, like, we got home at like four thirty. I was like, oh, that's actually why you're getting this episode a day late. It's because we were supposed to record Sunday morning. Yeah, and we were literally fighting the Great War, like, I, like shivers, shakes. Yeah, like I did not have shit to say. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I could not even. You were silent. I, I w- was I silent or was I silenced? The tequila to you. <laughs> were you silent or were you silenced? I I mean, this is such a thing with getting older, but like now I feel like I can only go out like one day per weekend. Where like before poor, my poor you. My <laughs> like before my weekends would start on like Thursday, then we did Friday, Saturday, then we did like brunch and mimosas on Sunday. Ew, that sounds fucked up. But like genuinely that's what we did. Yeah. For like four days in a row, and then like Sunday night it'd be like, Ugh, I'm winding down. All by, like, going to school full-time. Yeah. Okay. And now I'm like, okay, well, I took, like, one shot on Friday night. I'm going to be in bed till like, Sunday at <laughs> 8 p.m. So that's our, that's our current state of being. And yeah. that's why you're getting this episode a day late. So, like, so Lana. So Lana. Yeah. Okay. So mother. So mother. Do you want to speak? Yeah, not to turn this into a Lana Stan podcast, but unfortunately we are Lana Stan. But that's exactly <laughs> what this is going to be. <laughs> that's exactly what this is going to be. So we went to a listening party on Thursday night yeah. at our good sis Andrew's house. Yes. And um, it was great. It was everything I dreamed of and more. Um, I got McDonald's to pregame. Yeah. Um, a big old sweet tea. I got a filet fish and a burger. This bitch got the surf and turf special. <laughs> Literally, I had to. I had to have a surf and turf for my. We had to celebrate with the surf and turf. <laughs> <laughs> we had to celebrate. No, it was good. Yeah. And like as Lana was playing, it was. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Filet fish girls make some noise. <laughs> it takes a real nasty bitch to get a filet fish. <laughs> Them being out of filet fish is nine eleven for nasty bitches. You. Yeah, no, it's true. What the fuck even is a filet fish? That's it's, a, it's a fish. It's like a fish stick. Okay, I'm gonna, have you, I'm gonna have you try one. No. Yeah, you will. Okay. Girl, you put worse things in that mouth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so on that note... Um, wait, but Lana, we need to speak about the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the... The album was really fucking good. I don't care what anyone says. I know it's been getting mixed reviews. No, has only- it? I've only seen mixed reviews because people are comparing it to the last two albums. Mm-hmm. I think people are like over ballad Lana. 
yeah like on a piano like, like over a, piano like piano lana but like this i feel like had enough production where it like separated itself from blue banisters and especially chemtrails um a and w was great i've uh, loved that song yeah. since it came out um i think s- since the album came out my n- favorite is um paris texas mine, is mine so would be pretty paris texas so pretty and then taco truck i love taco truck the grungy venice bitch like remix yeah it's insane it's like oh god i miss you on my lips (laughs) yeah with like the little beat it's so good her little lanita lanita no she slayed i'm late she freaked it a little bit i literally love it honestly with like same with a lot of the more recent lana albums i feel like this one required like a second listen yeah um, to really get into it, and yeah, now I love it. Yeah, every time I've listened to it, I was like, "Oh, this is even better than yeah. I thought." But yeah, so Lana's album. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? It's I didn't. out now, and I didn't know that it's I didn't out know now. That. And y'all should go give it a stream, give it a listen. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Our next up, we should record it in the tunnel. Yo, yeah, you're us breaking into the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Apparently, it's like abandoned now. It's like an old like live. <laughs> Where is it in Long Beach? Okay, let's dive into our horrors. Let's see. Where should we start? So do you want to each, we can alternate reading? I, okay, can I be so real with you? Yeah, be real. I am so embarrassed to read out loud. I think I have like, like, you know when do you, you used, me to do it? You know when you used to popcorn read like in yeah, middle did you get school scared? and stuff? I got so scared because I'm pretty sure I was on my Bella Thorne shit and I was like, I can't read. Like, I'm really bad at it. Like, I can read, obviously, but like when I read out loud, like... Words get so jumbled and I like stumble over it. So I know I'm going to. Okay, I can read it. Okay, you can read it and I can react to it. Okay, I'll do a little. <laughs> can we start with the shark herd from around the world? The shark. <laughs> so this one is titled The Shark Herd Around the World. Y'all, I originally DM'd you about this polyamorous love triangle from hell, but I realized that I was writing it that it wasn't actually that funny without a ton of context, but this story about a different boyfriend is one for the ages, and I couldn't not share. So I present the shartening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, obsessed already. I'm so obsessed. Picture the scene. Me, a 20-year-old sophomore in college, I've begun this on-again, off-again situationship with an absolute menace. 23-year-old man-child film bro craft beer flannel type B. Jesus. God damn man child. My friends called him the centaur. (laughs) Derogatory behind my back. So that should offer a clearer picture. Hmm. I don't know what that, I don't don't really know what that means in relation to a person, but I I think I get it. Yeah. It's like a horse and a man. I thought it was like a horse. I thought a centaur was a goat and a man. No, that's a, I don't know what that Gag is. You, a, holy yeah, shit. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I need anyway. to brush up on my mythology. My Greek we need mythology. A, we, yeah. Yeah. Um, this man ruined my life for almost a year and literally never made me come, but oh. I still thought he was the one. Delusion, ladies. Yeah. The horrors that unfolding during that unfolded during that year, I'm still recovering. Honestly, I believe it. We have mediocre sex and go to take a shower together. <laughs> mediocre sex. Literally my dream night. <laughs> <laughs> we have mediocre sex and go take a shower together. <laughs> We get undressed and wait, he turns around. Wait, hold on. We have mediocre sex. Take a shower. We get undressed. <laughs> Were y'all having sex dressed? Yeah, what, wait, what's going on? He like puts it through the jean hole. The je- <laughs> His flannel hole. His genus. 
We get undressed. Yeah, I'm a little confused about the order here. But Maybe they like got dressed. Anyways, who cares? They take a shower dressed. Then they yeah. get undressed. Yeah. And he turns around to turn the water on. I'm facing the mirror, washing my face in the sink. And behind me is the shower. It's a standard shower bathtub combo with a curtain. Redacted is out of view of the mirror. So I can't see him. All I see in the reflection as I look to myself, blurry vision from the water, is what looks like a brown bird fly behind me. Oh, I hear God. a gasp and a splat. <laughs> Y'all, I turn around and... Graphic behind details <laughs> incoming. <laughs> behind me on the bath mat is a shark. A liquid shark. Like visible corn <gasps> peas. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's running. It's running liquid towards my feet. Oh, my God. Ew, 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 ew. I screamed and collapsed to the floor in the corner of the bathroom, laughing so hard I couldn't stand up straight, like on my knees, tears rolling down my face, looking at the horrendous pile of shit on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Redact- <laughs> Redacted is furious at me for laughing, yelling that we needed to figure out what to do, and it's not that big of a deal, and he can't believe that happened and stop laughing. I know this man is so embarrassed. No, literally. <laughs> he just shit himself in front of this girl. It kind of sounded like he needed to be humbled, though, so. This sounds like a karm, like a karma. Like a karmic act. Karmic act, yeah. yeah. I offer him to grab some paper towels while I throw on a bathrobe. I grab the bath mat from the clean end and fold it over. Excuse me, why were you cleaning it up? Yeah. That's why was he getting mad at you? Like, uh, that's actually so funny like it's insane <laughs> maybe she, you should laugh a little she runs outside and throws it in the garbage can i come back and the floor has been washed clean of the evidence his crime has been hidden for now dot 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 we take a shower together in silence as we both comprehend how we <laughs> how silence. we ended up in this situation and how we will ever move forward i my question is like was it silent in there like that's kind of crazy that you immediately took a shower together i'd be like wash your ass you know how the um the tweet that's like, I'm gonna unalive myself in front of you. Yeah, to and forever change. change the trajectory of your life. <laughs> it's that, but I'm gonna shart in front of you and forever change the trajectory no, literally, of your life. I'm sure that changed your life. <laughs> that would change mine. In the aftermath of our breakup, I felt compelled to share the story of the shartening. He has become known as the Sharter by many friends. One friend <laughs> brought up the very important question of intent. Given that buttholes aimed downwards, and he was standing a good few feet from the bath mat. Does that mean he squatted and aimed? He must have been intending to really rip that fart with direction and precision. (laughs) There wasn't even a standing up straight sneaky one. How else would I have seen it fly across my vision like that? (laughs) Yeah, that's the funniest part that she described it as a bird. (laughs) Yeah, what? Sorry, the (laughs) angle that he must have been squatting at for it to be perceived as a bird. This obtuse angle ass. Yeah, what? My Honestly, my theory is that he was bending down to get something. And it just slipped. And it just slipped. Because there's no other way that that angle would have occurred. Yeah. So in the end... (laughs) You calculating the slope and parabola (laughs) of the chart. In the end, I went on to date less flopulous men he went on to move to arizona arizona i get it it's fair and get fired from his retail job for taking coupons off the floor of the back room his his roommate attempted to murder suicide him but he continued living in the apartment for three days after unfortunately the charter is continuing to cause mayhem and who knows maybe another poor girl in the southwest has had to witness another sharpening thank you for reading my tale oh Oh my my God. god That's actually fucking insane. <laughs> That's actually insane. Thank you. That was quite a story. That was an insane tale. I can't even believe what you've been through. Um, On a side note, 
Has anyone ever sharded on you? I was going to say, have you have has anyone sharded on you? Slash, have you ever sharded on someone? Like a little painting situation. I, I haven't. You lie. No, because you no. I haven't. I yeah. I still have it. I have it. I have it. No, it's okay. You can um, lie to the public, but deep it, down, I know it. Um, you know, it may or may not have happened. Yeah. Um, I think that you yeah. know it's happened to everyone. <laughs> oh, has it? Because <laughs> no, apparently it hasn't happened to you. But yeah. I don't know if I want to get. <laughs> Anyways, um, same. So we have our next one titled Read This on Your Dating Episode. Crab. 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 Oh my God. These are. Oh. I know. You guys really pop the fuck off. Obsessed. Okay. So I'll take this one. Thank you. I'm so glad we found each other. I come straight to the land of mumbling and cackling after a year long citizenship of Binchtopia. Yes. Oh. Seriously, so glad you two made this pod so I can enjoy another hour of girlies gabbing in my ears. Yeah. That's what we're here yeah. for. I regret to inform that while your delicious voices did lull me to slumber, like breast milk to a newborn babe, <laughs> I was rudely awoken by your hilarious outro theme song <laughs> and Nicki Minaj shouting in my ears. But anyways, I digress. That's like your alarm to wake up. <laughs> I guess that's true. We're like... Bye, guys. The fuck you laughing at? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Broke people should never laugh. We need to, like, turn it down slightly. Okay, my dating slash dating app horrors have been plentiful. For context, I'm a gorgeous, sophisticated, and intelligent 25-year-old woman, yeah. as are most of our listeners, mm -hmm. uh, living in NYC. So when Hinge shows me my most compatible, it's usually the biggest slap in the face you can imagine. Dude, most compatible on Hinge is insulting. <laughs> it's like at, there, like there are some creatures on there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> like I don't know why. Like your most compatible is like honestly they're your like, least we, compatible. They're like we think you guys would be a great couple, and then yeah. it's the worst person you've ever met. <laughs> yeah, like actually. In January, I met a hot older man on Field. I don't know what that is, we but need we need to do some research and research about that. I went on the date with the hopes that if we hit it off, I could fulfill some of my specific fantasies if you catch my drift. Oh, oh. so I think Field is maybe like a fetish app. Or like um, Sugar Daddy. Yeah, maybe. Um, so he said he was 43 on the app, and I felt that that was as high as I'd be comfortable going out with. But he said yes. As sick it is it as it is, my pussy wants what it wants, and I found the whole thing so hot, and we made plans to go to dinner and then maybe start exploring sexually on the next date. That sounds fun. Yeah. I was the pussy wet. wants what it wants. I was wet just thinking about it. Bitch, <laughs> record scratch. Not only did I find out that this man lied and was 48, but he also lied to me about various details of his life, including having his PhD, which is maybe the most unnecessary and dumb thing to lie about. Yeah, true. That's like my LinkedIn. I'm like, no. I have a PhD. <laughs> you should have one at this point. <laughs> that is a weird thing to lie about, especially when LinkedIn is right there. Like... I wonder if he like gave you his real name. Sure. Uh, the funniest part is that I called him on it and he owned up immediately like a dog with its little tail between its hind legs. Flop. When will an honest daddy come into my life? Another funny one was that I once went on a dinner date with a guy who I decided after that I didn't want to see again. Well, actually, I knew on that date but a girl's got to get her free dinner. NYC is expensive as hell. No, yeah. true. True. I when I first moved that. to LA, that's what I used to do. Yeah, like I remember you used to be like, I'm kind of hungry. I think I'm going <laughs> to go on a date. We're, that's literally like... It's like, survival, okay? That's 21st century like groveling or like begging. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I get it. 
in the digital age. In the digital age. An, um, gotta get her free dinner. When I sent him the kind and courteous text letting him know, he shot back immediately asking if I would Venmo him half for dinner. That's diabolical. I'm sorry, but, like, if you're not paying for it there, like, I definitely go on dates where, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's whoever, I don't, well, I feel it's like. Wh- for whoever, like, asked for asked, the date. At least, like, in, like. I think gay, that's a gay like, thing. That's a gay yeah. thing. Because like straight people, like the ma- the man the pays. Man, yeah. But I think when I mean for most gay dates that I've been on, mm-hmm. you just like split evenly. Yeah. Which kind of is nice because you don't have to think about it. But also yeah. like I don't get a free meal. Yeah. Well. Um. So the standout redeeming dating app experience I've had is as follows: I was in college, going through a terrible breakup, and needed to bang. I met a man on Hinge who was actually getting his PhD in neuroscience at a prestigious AF college. He now goes down in history as PH Dick. Yo. <laughs> That's a killer nickname because that man had the biggest, most divine quack I've ever seen. <laughs> That's saying a lot. I'm a size queen. Queen, you're literally a freak. I love you. I'm obsessed with I'm this obsessed. girl. <laughs> and boy, did he know how to use it. It was peak COVID pre-vaccine, so I would go over every other week. He'd make me dinner or order me sushi. I'd have multiple orgasms getting my (laughs) kitty worshipped all night and long. And in the morning, he would drive me back to my apartment like the gentleman he was. Okay, well, I'm glad you had had, like a happy ending. That was like such a redemption. Oh, my God. And that's what you were shown. And that's what you were shown. Um, Queen, thank you for sharing. I literally love this email. Yeah, and I also want um an update. What happened with you and PH Dick? Like, yeah, did are y'all engaged, married? I hope. Yeah, I literally hope for you. That sounds awesome. Um, this one is called Whore of Whores. <laughs> I love these titles. <laughs> I know the titles are the best. This could be like your autobiography. <laughs> Once upon a time. In a deep, dark land of Hinge, <laughs> I experienced the strangest dating horror I've ever experienced. Point blank, I was a slut with an agenda. True. No. Um, I had one weekend by myself in my house and wanted to make it count. Three days, three men's, zero concerns of bringing a stranger into my home. <laughs> I invited the first subject and he asked me to pick him up since he was at the local college and didn't have a car. No big deal, as it's close to my place. Key information is that I am 20 at this time. When we get back to my house, um, he's noticeably tipsy and was asking for a drink. I made one for both of us. He was a little weird, but he was cute. Completed the mission of having him over. Was ready to take him home, and then he tells me he was expecting to stay the night and pulls out his sleeping bag and gets comfy. What? (laughs) Not even like... (laughs) What? That's okay. (laughs) She goes... Like, okay, then, whatever. (laughs) He proceeds to drink half of the biggest handle of Tito's I've ever seen in my life, then drops the surprise. He's 18. Men (laughs) are literally insane. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? I am no longer a cradle cradle robber. I had to ID this man right there in my bed and make sure he wasn't lying to me about his age again, or else I would have to turn myself in. In my defense, he looked the same age as me, 20. Another bomb. Boom. He was a TikToker. No. no. We just And not just any, an e-boy. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Godspeed, girl. Godspeed. <laughs> Our bravest warrior. <laughs> he used to have a good following for thirst traps. This oh, my TikToker God. I wonder boy. who it is. 
Yeah, can you drop its name? Yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, the most awful cringy thirst traps. The final bomb was he was so drunk and he started full-blown sobbing at my bed of being a bad influence on his <laughs> younger brother. Oh. When I t- that's men's favorite thing to do. Yeah, it's literally. Like you meet them for the first time and they get really drunk and then like spill to you that like you're their therapist. Yeah. Like, and then they're like, I'm the worst person. And then proceed to be the worst person ever. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I think I love you. Meanwhile, they haven't asked you a single question about yourself. Yeah. And meanwhile, like, I'm like, okay, what's my name? Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Ooh, anyways. Um, <laughs> when I tell you I had no words, just awkwardly rubbing his back and turned my ass around and went to sleep. <laughs> Dropped him off in the morning and he tells me, I'm like, no one he's ever met before. I'm special. Oh, come on. Oh, this whole song and dance. I don't doubt it, but how yeah, could he have known that at that point? Yeah. Um, the dude, yeah, she said the dude didn't even know me. Safe yeah. to say I spent the rest of the weekend rethinking my life choices with no more potential suitors. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. That's a type of hookup where you like sit there and you're like, what am I doing with my life? That's when you're like, oh, that's like when you're done, you like go and delete all your apps. Yeah, like, literally. This is a, this I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, that was something. Please, I would love to yeah, know I wonder who, who this the TikToker TikTok is. is. Or just send us a picture of him. Like, you don't even have to expose like his yeah. name. Like Literally, I probably won't know his name. I'm but I just curious. Wanna, I just want to see what this man looks like. Um, okay, Nick, you want to take the next one? Okay, let me take it. This one is being passenger princess for my EDM short king. Hi, Lord Cackles. Hi, Cackleress. Hey. I don't know if this story is horrifying enough, but all of my dating experiences have existed on the same plane of mildly demoralizing but funny. So enjoy. I feel like that pretty much sums it up. Um, Running back to COVID time, still everything online era, but people were vaxxed and emerging again. And picture me stupid as fuck about dating, but with really unwarranted confidence. Like, I don't know why, but I thought I I had dating down. I had gone on a few other heinous dates, highlight reel, a man taking out his retainers in front of me to take a sip of coffee, then putting them back in, ew, and repeating this process the entire date. But this was the one that made me delete apps for like two years after. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I had been talking with this man's. My opening line was, you have kind eyes, which is literally the worst thing I've ever done on this <laughs> earthly plane. Honestly, I've been I've been that down bad before... You have kind eyes. You have kind eyes. Aw. You're seen. It's kind of sweet. That's actually really sweet. If someone told me I had kind eyes, I'd be like, <laughs> aw. Aw. But also would probably not talk to them. <laughs> and we had mutual friends, so I felt like this was verif- he was verified enough to suggest what is my worst idea fucking ever, driving around together and looking at Christmas lights. My God. Like that's kind of not the... Like, in my mind, pre-reading this story, I feel like that's not the worst idea ever. No, I love going looking... At Christmas lights. Yeah, and then you could, like, bonk in the car. Oh. Like, theoretically. Yeah. Like, if that's what that turns into. <laughs> <laughs> My God. You, you could look at Christmas lights, bonk, and <laughs> fuck in the car. <laughs> okay, so we met in this in the deserted grocery store parking lot, and this was the moment when I was like, I'm a little stupid, huh? Because why did I think this wasn't going to be creepy? I do see the, like, creepy potential yeah, here. Yeah, I'm like, like, yeah, now it's, if like, you're meeting I'm painting, up in a, I'm painting a picture. <laughs> Why didn't he just pick up you, pick you up at his house or at your house? Yeah, I'm true. Wondering. I feel like that'd be less creepy. Anyways. We start, dr- I feel like it's, like, a Craigslist pickup. Like, you're, like, <laughs> yeah, you're like meeting behind a Chick-fil-A to, like, go look at Christmas lights. <laughs> we start driving and decide to pick up Thai food. Love. 
When we get out of the car, I discover that he has to be like five inches shorter than me. And I'm a tall girl, but this was a jarring amount of height difference. We pick up the food and have nowhere to eat it. So we just sit in his car and munch on that fucking Thai food. No music. So just lip smacking. Cold as fuck out. So windows up and all hot and weird in there. Ew, it's like steamy. Ew. Like because of the shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we get to the sleigh we've been waiting for. The Christmas lights. Yes. He's like, wait, I know a place. Kill, Kill me. me. And starts driving us like 20 minutes out of town. Kill me. So we're just listening to music for a while, and he offers me the aux. I played Miss Jackson by Outkast. Good song. Yeah. Thinking that it would be an acceptable song for this strange creature I was trapped with. And he's like, yas, love this song. Have you heard the remix? And I was like, please, God, release me from this torment. Oh and he starts playing an EDM. No. An starts EDM playing an remix? EDM remix of Miss Jackson. What the fuck does that consist of? Do you know? Sorry, Miss Jackson. I am for real. Pretty good. You ate that up. <laughs> um, do you know how frat guys will like count down to the beat dropping in a song? Yeah. Oh my god. Tr- I literally lived in a frat house. Trust me, I know it's horrific. Well, he leaned over the center console so he could rub shoulders with me. Poor thing probably had to read <laughs> and was jumping in his seat, yelling one, two, one, two, three, let's go. As the beat dropped on EDM Miss Jackson. That's hell. That sounds like purgatory. I'm sorry. Actually, sorry. My like nightmare in this situation is like having to react to that. Yeah. Like, like I oh, I love this. Oh song. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we found no Christmas lights and I went the fuck home. But cut to two years later, my best friend is living with her boyfriend in his stinky college boy house with his stinky roommates. And there's this one roommate who's obsessed with her and always tries to hang out with her and her boyfriend. And one time walked into her boyfriend's bedroom while she was sleeping in there to leave her a flower he found. That's Holy insane shit. behavior, actually. That's fucking insane. Wow. Hope this. <gasps> Wait, e- read out. Read. Keep reading. Turns out this was my EDM short king that left the flower. Shut Yo. up. Yo. Oh, my God. We almost missed that like yeah. full circle moment. I can't believe it. Holy shit. We really came back for more. Oh my God. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> Queen. Love you so much. Thank you for submitting. That this. was a really epic story. And thank you for surviving your EDM short game. Yeah, all of you guys are really brave yeah. and seen. So this one is breakup dissertation from a man I went on two dates with. Hello, cackleheads. Like all hotties, I have many experiences with horrible men. So for the sake of time, I will detail just one for you. Just after I graduated high school, I went on two, count them, two dates with a boy a year older than me who was very shy and quiet. And while we had a nice time walking his freak poodle on the beach, poodles are freaks. Poodles are freaks. On the beach, there was no romantic connection. So after the second date, I let him down very gently in front of my place of work. (laughs) So there were (laughs) witnesses because we all know how shy and quiet men love to be literally insane. Yeah. True. Which he wasn't yet. Oh, no. I fear for you. Yeah, dot, dot, Like, dot. he knows where you work. <laughs> Cut to 4 a.m. the next day. I've just woken up for my barista job at Starbucks, and I receive <laughs> over Facebook Messenger the following message. Hey, I should have asked this yesterday, but why did you change your mind? I'm guessing it's either a fear of commitment or some interference from the second date, but those are just guesses. You didn't communicate anything about it. I don't like miscommunication, and it'd be a shame if that's the case. I also probably have something to say as a response. That's like kind of weird because I'm like, you don't really need a 
reason to end anything. Like, if the vibe was off, like, just end it. Like, yeah, be- especially if they've, like, only been on, like, two dates. Like, like, it's not that weird. And you let him down very nicely. Like, at so. least if you, like, talked about it and you're like, yeah, if you let him down easily. Like, if, I don't know. Yeah, like, it just didn't work out. I hate that, like, men always need a fucking explanation. Already I was annoyed because A, it was four in the fucking morning and B, I actually did in fact communicate everything I felt and he did, just did not like what I had to say. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, I feel like you did a good job. Like it sounds like you did communicate. Yeah. <laughs> so I replied with something about just being platonic and how he's a really nice guy, literally coddling him like his pretend mommy. And then I received this. Okay. I'm okay with staying platonic too. Also, here's an essay. Oh my God. Oh, My jaw dropped. I thought he was joking, but no. (gasps) This man, who I went on two dates with, had sent me a full five-paragraph essay about how I'm a cowardly liar who (laughs) led him on and is destined to be lonely if I don't lower my standards, which, let's be real, were already pretty low because I was 18 and desperate. (laughs) The essay, which I did save in my Google Docs, is literally so fucking long and makes almost no sense, so I won't send it all, but here's my personal favorite excerpt. (laughs) Wait, yes, I'm glad you sent this. This is the man speaking. What do you mean by the feelings you don't have? <laughs> I don't voice. really, I don't really understand. Maybe because I'm too logical. Oh, come on. Oh, grow up. I don't think the goal of intimate relationships is to have a good narrative of feelings that eventually leads into some bastion of hedonism and pleasure. I think that's a romantic conception that is bound for failure. I think the conception is shallow and unrealistic in the long run because not having feelings for someone is bound to happen on a 20th mundane Tuesday of any relationship. Emotions are fleeting in nature and chemicals start to ramp down after some time. I think you realize this though. Hence my inkling that not having the feelings is covering up some worrying observation or outward projected fear. Maybe you could elaborate. I promise I won't get butt hurt. Haha. Sounds like you're already butt hurt. That's what the that's hell? actually an insane thing. Like I'm sure this woman was just like, I'm just like not into you. Like yeah. and I don't want to waste like Also like why does it like he's literally reading out of a dictionary. She's literally like, Oh, like we went on a few dates, like I'm just not feeling it. Like I don't want to waste either of our time. And he's like, Well, I think you need to spend a lifetime with me unless you, and then you'll figure it out yeah, if you what? actually like me or not. Like he's saying, like, you saying you don't have feelings is not like also a like valid thing. Eventually leads into some bastion of hedonism and pleasure. He's just saying shit. What Girl, the fuck does that mean? Calm down. That's fucking insane. Oh my god. Sounds like you literally dodged a bullet, like in an insane way. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I would love to read this full essay, I actually. Know. And then she goes on to say, then 24 hours later, he begged me to never tell anyone about this because he was rightfully so embarrassed. And we're like, mm, we're going to blast a story on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, my God. That was actually insane. <laughs> um, also, as a PS, she added, unrelated, but I just remembered that like three years later, he went missing for like five days. Oh, my God. They found him, though. <laughs> they found him, though. They found him, though. <laughs> <laughs> um this one is from our good friend our good sis it's just titled horror story but it says when i was in high school i had a super big crush on this guy he asked me to come over and hang out and i was so excited when we were chilling and hanging out on a thursday night we were kissing and things started to escalate (laughs) i touched his dick and started giving him a hand job and he looks at me and he goes i'm going to throw up and then in shock, <laughs> he stands up, runs away, and throws up all over the carpet. I left. Ew. I was shocked. <laughs> oh, my God. That's 
Wow. Uh, th- that's it. That was like such a cliffhanger. <laughs> I yeah, want to know what happened. I need to know more about <laughs> I need that. to know more about this man. Did you see him again? Like, Yeah, did you see him again? Who cleaned up the vomit? Yeah, literally. Do you want to read um My Bisexual Ukrainian Village? That sounds really um, intriguing to, yeah. to me. Read to me, mister. This one is titled My Bisexual Ukrainian Village. <laughs> that's literally our house. I'm, <laughs> I'm literally obsessed with these. Hello, Nick and Chase. I already love the pod. Nick, I loved your bonus episode with Julia. I can recall eating Aww. soup while listening to it and having broth come out of my <laughs> nose from laughing. Gwyneth Paltrow core. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a funny little story about my little lesbian dating struggles. So I'm from Chicago, not a boy city. And I'm from a neighborhood called Ukrainian Village. Since the Russo-Ukrainian War began, my neighborhood has been a haven for many Ukrainians fleeing the war. Basically, every house has a Ukrainian flag outside, and there are tons of murals and street art in support of the Ukrainians. So in the summertime of 2022, post-invasion, I was on a first date with a girl. It was really nice. We went to the botanical gardens and ate falafel. It was a good time. It's actually a really good, cute date idea. That sounds like an epic date. I would love to do that exactly. Yeah. I had to go to class, so she walked me to the train station and waited with me for the train. We were standing on the train platform looking out at the city, and then it happened. Oh, God. She pointed to a Ukrainian flag hanging on someone's windowsill and asked, what pride flag is that? That's something you would say, Chase. No, I'm actually, no, I'm really good with uh, with flags. (laughs) With countries' flags. I was like, um, well, that's the Ukrainian (laughs) flag, you know. In support of the Ukrainian people facing war. She just said, okay. I thought this was really funny (laughs) since I'm a geography major in college and she's a film major. I feel like film majors should have a basic idea of history, right? And their Ukrainian flag is two colors. Also, it's been everywhere. Like, everyone knows what the Ukrainian flag looks like. That's crazy. Imagine if I took her to my neighborhood and she looked at all the houses. She'd probably think, wow, so I guess everyone here is bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I thought this was a little silly story. It didn't work out between us, unrelated to this moment. But yes, moral of the story, film majors, not for me. My criteria for dating now includes just for the person to have a basic idea of geography (laughs) and the ability to identify the Ukrainian flag. I mean, that's fair. I feel like that's a good baseline to have with yeah, a person that's a good like, in a relationship with. That's a good like litmus test for like base <laughs> base level intelligence. Like holy shit. Can you identify this two colored flag? Yeah. That's been all over the news. Like are you at all tuned into like what's happening? That's crazy. She, she must not have posted an infographic on her story. True. Of true. how to help. Of how to help. I really think like a big thing in dating though is like cultural awareness. Like, if you're not, like, with the shits, yeah. and if you don't know, like, what's going on, I think that's, like, a big red flag. I mean, at least for me. 100%. Hello? Like... It's not even, like, a small... Like, you're not keeping up with the Oscars. Yeah. Like, people are going to be writing DBQs about this in, like, 10 years. <laughs> yeah, <so>. literally. <laughs> Stupid lesbian from the Instagram DMs. <laughs> Sorry, LOL. <laughs> Hi, guys. I don't know what to call you. Sorry, LOL. This is my horror story from a girl I'm still friends with completely fucking me over. Enjoy. Also, so I'm a lesbian, and I got up the courage to ask out the girl I liked, also a lesbian. Yes. We We went on a cute ice skating date that went really well, until she unexpectedly says she doesn't want to date me. Okay, that's fine. I cry. I get over it and get back to being sexy. That's me. (laughs) As you should. Sometimes you, that's just what you got to do. Girl, get up. (laughs) Get up. I stay friends with her, stupid mistake, and then we graduate high school. 
me, her, and other friends go on a holiday to celebrate. Playing spin the bottle gets brought up. Both me and her haven't kissed anyone before, but I was fine having my first kiss during spin the bottle. She wasn't. She then DMs me on Instagram and asks if I'm willing to kiss her before the game because she wants her first kiss to be me. I was four drinks in, so I agree. Dumb bitch move. I, I would have done the same, honestly. Yeah. We kiss, and like this wasn't a peck. It was full on. I thought this meant her feelings about me had changed because I wouldn't want to kiss someone I wasn't at least a tad bit romantically interested in. I was delusional. Honestly, I don't know if you were. I feel like that would, I'd be like, yeah, they're yeah, into me. The, I'd be like, oh, maybe they do like me. Yeah, I support women's delusions. Women's wrongs. Anyway, she keeps kissing me and leaning on me and giving me intimate looks. I don't know how to describe it, but she was signaling that she was into me. She keeps kissing me and leaning on me and giving me intimate looks. She was signaling that she was into me. Not just from my perspective. My friend thought this too. Then cut to a couple hours later, she's making out with someone else on the floor. And I'm just staring in shock. Suddenly completely sober. She literally lived out dancing on my own. Is that I'm what in it? the corner watching you kiss her. Whoa, yeah. Oh. This state of shock lasts for the whole night where I can't sleep because I'm plagued with anxiety about being stupid enough to let her have the power to reject me again. Mm-hmm. The next day, she rejects me again. I felt horrible, completely betrayed, and I thought she had not considered how I would feel and react at all. I didn't feel like a person in her eyes. I go for a drive, scream and cry, speed through all the back roads of a small coastal town. I was not coping. Sometimes you need Aww, a drive. You do need a drive. Like you gave me the best advice of like just go drive down the PCH. Yeah. That actually works so well. It really does. And it yeah, honestly I love like a beautiful drive and then like driving a little fast. Okay, I can't do that in my yeah. little Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> <laughs> And then I come back and just act like I'm fine for the rest of the holiday. Yeah. Uh, That's not nice of her. No. Honestly. Like, she should just have been a grown up and, like, not done that in front of you. I don't know. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Honestly, like, now that I'm reading these, I'm like, oh, it's actually kind of touching that people are, like, I know, sharing their, like, sharing intimate, their, like moments. intimate stories with us. It's kind of um, really horrible. Yeah. And honestly, like, on that note of, you know, this being a very hurtful experience for you. I think it is kind of comforting that everyone has had these like kind of hurtful experiences and it's just like, I don't know, like a part of growing up Yeah, as like shitty as it is. As shitty as it is, like I think everyone's had like, especially at our big age, like Mm -hmm. kind of just like a shit experience with like another person, but it kind of helps with the next one. Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely shapes how like what you want and like a person, because she was saying she's you were a teenager, like you were mm-hmm. in high school still. Yeah, it'll, even sh- it'll it'll shape like how you learn to know how you should be treated. You yeah. Know? And speaking of our big age, someone DM'd us asking if we were in high school. Oh no! So just us fully college graduates. <laughs> yeah. Ever, for everyone who's wondering, I'm 25. <laughs> Chase is 24. No, I'm not. I'm 23, bitch. Are you 23? Yeah. Oh. Oh, damn. You don't even know my age. I damn. turned 24 this summer. Remember? Hey, okay, well, I'm old. I'm brittle bone. Yeah, you're you're my <laughs> old hat. I have <laughs> yeah. to take care of you. Literally, you're gonna like wipe my spittle. <laughs> I have to when I'm. I have to change <laughs> Nick's bedpan every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for sharing. All right. So this next one is also from one of our good oomphs. Um, she goes, "Hey guys, when I was a freshman, I went on a." I went on one very casual date with a guy, and when we went back to his dorm room after the date we hung out, he told me he was a virgin and asked me if I would take his virginity, and I, and I said no for obvious reasons, and I left. 
Honestly, I feel like you should keep that to yourself, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's just, like, that's too much pressure. Like, Have to you ever like, been in a situation you... like that? Not that I know of. That someone's, like, told you? Not that I know of, no. Yeah. I mean, I've been in a situation where it's, like, a straight guy being, like, I've never been with a guy. Yeah. But I've never been in, like, a virginity situation. I feel like that would, like, that would scare me a little. Yeah. Even, like, when it's people say it's their first time with a guy, that scares me. Yeah. Because I'm, like, oh, that's, like, a lot of pressure. Be, like, oh, this is, like, you're going to No, it's too much pressure. And you're also, like, oh, like, it's uh, kind of not going to be good. Yeah. Because I'm, like, oh, you're going to base, like, every, like, your. Like, every following encounter, like, like off you're gonna the first base one that how you, you, like, are, like, uh, like you're going to base your experience with guys just on this experience with me yeah since you'd be like oh i'm not into guys because of this no exactly i don't know like you can't fuck it up um a couple minutes later he texted me a picture of a single strand of hair on his bed sheet and said he forgot (laughs) something okay honestly that's kind of funny that is actually (laughs) really funny funny. i proceeded to never speak to him again (laughs) until he slid into my dms five years after the incident to apologize (laughs) (laughs) and then i blocked him (laughs) sorry an honorable mention sent from my iphone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she I had the mail app in a dream. <laughs> yeah, I do think the strain of hair thing is funny, but only if it's like done in like an ironic way. Yeah, like I feel like, like in this case he was being serious. Yeah, <laughs> this but, man saying, "Can you take my virginity?" Yeah, you forgot this queen. <laughs> you forgot this queen. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> I'm reading these. These are for, actually so fucked up. This is horrific. So for context, this is another email that we received and for context this listener has a birthmark which is honestly giving gorge and giving slay um obviously straight man cannot handle it and look at these basically she sent us a bunch of screenshots screenshots (laughs) of like people reacting to something on her hinge yeah so one of her prompts on hinge is i have a birthmark on my note this man responds, LOL, I thought that was poop, haha. You def ate the booty like groceries. With the sideways laughing face emoji. Sorry, literally, <laughs> you're in the trenches. This is horrific. Um, someone else goes to the same prompt. Sure, it's not from brown nosing in high school. You look like a cuter Rudolph. Do you honk when it gets pressed? I'm sorry if none of those were original. Holy shit. Holy fuck. Oh my god, imagine sending that to someone literally in what world is that like fucking acceptable that's insane oh oh my god the next one goes that would be so distracting during sex oh my god what the fuck you and the next one it helps me aim for when i'm giving you bumps i hate men. some other guy goes i can be your birthmark gorgeous what does that mean <laughs> it means whatever you want it to be balls in your court these men are going to be single until fucking forever. Holy shit. The next one, I'm trying to bite that birthmark off your nose and feed it to my pit bull. Let's link up and hang out sometime. That like, man needs to be reported to the IRS. The, <laughs> to IRS. the IRS. Well, that too, probably. No, the FBI. Holy fuck. I want to like... Oh my god. My good sis is in the fucking trenches. Uh, girl, what what need, are these New York men doing to girl, you? Girl, you need a gun. <laughs> you need a Go home and get the gun. I am so sorry, girl. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to bite that birthmark off your nose and feed it to my pit bull. <laughs> um, for context, this gorgeous submitter was my prom date in high school, and we still kiki to this day, and I love her so much. So Period. thank you for submitting those truly horrific horrors. 
And I'm sorry you have to put up with that. And That's trust. When we find out who these men are, they will be dealt with. They will be dealt with. Period. When we, yeah, when we do our mumbling and cackling New York episode, and we can have you on as a guest to talk about this. <laughs> we're going to go bounty hunting in New York. Yeah, we're literally going to go bounty hunting. <laughs> so for our last cackler submitted story, um, Chase is going to take it away. We have, it is captioned, yeast infection. Oh, shit. Hi, darlings. My friend has given me permission to share this harrowing tale of surviving a date that basically gave her a raging yeast infection. Basically, my bestie was in a phase and decided to go out with an offensive skater boy <laughs> who resembled a disturbing mix of one of the Da Vinci twins and Michael Sarah. <laughs> da Vinci? Da Vinci? That's actually really good. Like That's um, really that's a good description. It's a good description. I can I can actually see it. He regu- regularly refused to wear his seatbelt, posted thirst traps on TikTok, and worst of all, had chipped black nail polish with no no top coat. Another TikTok thirst trapper? We need to get y'all out of the I'm getting gagged because I'm wearing chipped black nail polish with no top coat right now, Yeah, for context, this is literally about Chase. (laughs) This is actually me, and I kind of do resemble the Da Vinci twins (laughs) and Michael (laughs) Sarah. Well, things got heavy one night, and for my friend, or for my friend, and this creature of a man fingered her and left after like 10 minutes the very next morning my friend wakes up to the most extreme life or death itch in her vagina girl drove to the gynecologist and watched <laughs> as the doctor literally dove into her pussy and removed chunks of black nail polish inside oh of herself my god the moral of the story wear a fucking top coat or you're an ice dwelling neanderthal gag okay from now on i will be doing a top coat yeah where well <laughs> I don't know how often you're going to be fingering any vaginas, but... Well, in that... (laughs) In the rare occasion that happens, I will be prepared. Yeah, you should be prepared. That's insane. I didn't even know that that could happen. Yeah, I didn't... But I mean, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense, but damn. damn, Like, how hard was he going where he was chipping his nail polish? (laughs) Your rock hard cooter. (laughs) Your rock rock hard hard whisker biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) Shit like a Popeye's biscuit. (laughs) That's actually that's insane. Weird. I'm so sorry though. That I'm sure that must have been so insanely painful. Because um, I was just telling up us about how bad yeast infections are for mm-hmm. women's because they have to get like monostat. Yeah, and you have, have to, to like, turkey base themselves. Yeah, basically. you have to turkey base. Oh my god, my coworker was actually telling don't me. Don't you turkey base like in the shower? You don't want me to say <laughs> what I'm gonna say. You're lucky we're on air. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, um. <laughs> Well, on that note, Nick, do you have a horror experience that you would like to share? I actually did just think of one. Good. Okay. It's kind of fucked up. Okay. This is like the pot of like sharing fucked up stories. Yeah. Bitches are telling us about their whisker biscuit getting yeah, infected okay. with nail polish. See, thank you for everyone. And I will say before we share our stories, I do want to say um, thank you everyone for, you know, that submitted. We couldn't get through all of them today. I think this episode's already going to run over. Yeah. Um, But we really appreciate you guys submitting and we literally laughed at all of them. So if some of them get cut out, it's because it like ran over too long. Yeah. Promise you, me and Nick have just been sitting in his bed like cackling. We've literally these. been like, laughing like all so day. Insane. We'll definitely do another one of these again because it was so funny. Yeah. We need a part two. Um, so now onto our little stories. Yeah. This is like in my like baby coming out days okay. in college. So okay. I think this would have been my sophomore year. Yeah, it was my sophomore year of college. So I had just downloaded like Tinder. I don't think Hinge was a thing. It was literally like Tinder or Grinder. Like that yeah. was the only and I'm not a grinder girl. Yeah. Like, I was really hot. 
he was like kind of muscly like i could tell he worked out like his pictures were good they were all like kind of like it wasn't like full body pictures in retrospect but i was like okay like whatever i didn't even like think about it he was hot okay so i go to this guy's house and i'd never met him in person before obviously and i pull up and it's a frat house and literally I can see like all his frat brothers like outside whatever so I have to like walk past and like interact with them and um the guy opens the door and he's a no joke he's like four feet tall (laughs) so I was like oh like it just was like not you know what was advertised (laughs) and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And we just like hung out and he was super weird, super short, just like it was the strange, like it was the strangest situation ever. And we were like literally in a frat house. I just felt so uncomfortable. And I literally just had to text my friends to pick me up. And I had to like, I think I had someone call me and I was like, someone died. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, someone died. Like I have to go. But it was genuinely like. It was crazy. So I'm guessing y'all didn't bonk. We did not bonk. No Like, bonking. I'm pretty short, but he was, like, really much shorter than me, which, like, I don't know. It just threw me off. He said, girl, we still going to need a top. <laughs> yeah, we're literally going to need a top. Like, what are you going to do back there? <laughs> y'all bumping purses in the frat house. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, now that I'm getting back into dating, I'm sure I will have more to share soon. It is to come. <laughs> Chase, would you like to share your horror? Um, I'm wondering yes. like what you're going to share. Cause I feel like I know all of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to get like, I don't want to say any of like my graphic ones. So no, like, say a graphic one. No, no, no. I have one like in mind, like keeping in mind anyone I've been in like an actual relationship with, I don't think I have any horror stories, mm-hmm. but when it comes to situationships, mm-hmm. that's a different you have story. A pl- you have I've got a plethora. <laughs> well, I did. You've got a cornucopia of <laughs> horrors. <laughs> Horrors just love you to find me. You got some fruit of the loom. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so keep in mind, let me paint the picture. Um, I met this man, I think on Tinder. This was like back pre, this was pre-COVID. Um, met this man on Tinder and we would go on dates. Like he was living with his, he was living with his parents mm-hmm. at the time. And like a really nice house in Scottsdale, and he was moving out like in a week. Anyways, his parents were gone, and he was moving out like the next day, so he had the whole place to himself. So he invited me over, and we um, s- went swimming in his house. We like Ooh. were drinking his parents' alcohol. Like you we were, were getting like, flued out. I got flued out, and basically, and then like, so that was really good. So I was like, oh my god, like this was actually like really fun. That was our first time meeting too. Yeah. So, and we like kept going. Like after that, we would like go on dates and go out to bars and stuff yeah. and this went on from like that time it was in the summer it was like june or july mm-hmm. and then so we would like go like have dates on and off again like for a couple months like this all this happened almost a year after because it was may because i remember it was finals week yeah so we would like go months without talking to each other and then there was like three months where we were like going on a date every single weekend. And I was like, Oh, I think we're like, it's kind of, I think it's progressing. I was like, Oh my God, I think I'm going to tell this guy that I really like him. Yeah. I kind of want to go to the next, like the next step or whatever. So uh, he invites me over and we go to a bar. We go out, we have like such a fun night. We're, um, 
back at his place, you know, we played a little bit. <laughs> what does playing mean? Oh, you can infer. <laughs> use your, th- use Every, your co- everything but every no. Oh, it was everything. No, it was everything. Everything and then <laughs> it's everything and then some. <laughs> so use your context clues, but um, so literally, no I kid, I <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, I kid you not. Ten, like within ten seconds after it's over, he turns to me and goes. I have a boyfriend. Oh my god! Right as I was about to go, I literally was about Wait, to be I've like, "I've never heard of this one." You haven't? No. He turns over and he goes, "I have a boyfriend. We can't see each other anymore." Right as I was about to be like, "I really like you." Oh my god! The the post nut clarity like <laughs> yeah hit him yeah hard. I was like, "Oh my god, fuck me!" Damn, can you like sit still? Like <laughs> yeah, I'm literally getting anxious right now thinking of Girl, it. What? <laughs> but um, so mind you, we're back at his place, at his parents' house. No, no, no. Back. This okay, is, okay, he, okay. he moved out. He, oh, yeah, a, yeah, he had yeah. his own place. But um, that night, I was fully intending to spend the night, so I drove there, and we went out to a bar. Mm-hmm. And so we get back to his place, and I'm like, and he tells me that, and I was like, okay. Like, like wh- what's a bitch to do? Like, what's a bitch to do? And I was still, like, really drunk where I was like, I can't drive home. Yeah. So I had to fully just. You're, you literally got marooned. I had to go, okay. And then just lay in his bed and go to sleep. Oh, and then, my God. mind you, I wake up and it's probably like, I wake up the next morning and I'm like, like pretty early. It was like 6.37. Yeah. And I was sober by then. And then I get up and I'm just like really fucking angry. And I like <laughs> grab my shit. And I just storm out of his house and I'm like pushing shit off the countertop. The drama. No, as you should. He had like a loaf of bread and I was like, poof. I'm like, Ooh, not, I'm not, not the Ezekiel bread. <laughs> yeah, I'm knocking his gluten-free Ezekiel bread on Ooh, the ground. I, I bet like, he regretted it. He regretted that. Mwah. I hope your other bitch enjoys enjoys dirty enjoys bread. Her bread. That Holy was a pretty fuck. that was a pretty horrible experience that, that I went through. Dirty. That was really dirty. Whoa. I like having a cuddle with a man that just told you he has a boyfriend and doesn't like you. That's insane. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, fine. As you're like trapped there. As I'm like, okay, well, I have no way to get home. That's so fucked up. I had to chug water and eat Ezekiel bread. To <laughs> so- oh, wait. That's why the bread was out. I was eating it to sober up. Jesus. Because <laughs> I was like, fuck you. I'm going home. Damn, I wish my but story I need was to better be, now. I need that to was be good. safe. That was so good. Maybe I'll be a little, a little, a little riskier. Yeah, you need to get on Tinder, girl. I you know. need to like. I need, yeah, next. We're going to um, get you right. Next dating horror stories app, I will. It's my mission to have a truly horrific horror. I to think share. we're swapping because I think, yeah. Are you, what? Are you slowing down? I'm like done. You're done dating? No, not done dating, but like. Done with your horrors? Done with my horrors. Like, I think I'm. Horrors. Horrors. Like, well, guys, I would just like to say thank you so much for sending in all these horrors. We had a great time reading them. We'll do this again soon. Yeah, this was so fun. This we were so literally fun. cackling on our bed. My bed. My bed. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the late app. Yeah, sorry. We'll try not to get hungover this weekend. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll do... Or we'll, honestly, we'll, maybe our next one should just be hungover. Maybe we should just push I really it. wanted to be hungover and do it. Like, that was my original... Because, like, you know, when you wake up the next morning, mm-hmm. we should have harnessed it right when we woke up because I think we were still a little tipsy. Yeah. But then it, that wore off right after we went to starbucks yeah exactly. and then i was like oh my god i yeah but we have some we have some good plans for our next episode yeah. we'll keep it a little surprise big things coming big things coming we're very excited yeah. and thank, thank you guys for tuning in yeah thank you I'm guys so happy to see that you guys like actually have been like enjoying these episodes yeah and like actually tuning in which is crazy like yeah 
No, it's so fun, especially like interacting with you guys. <laughs> I think we've answered like every single DM we've got. The DMs and, like, are funny as hell. We love getting them and oh we love God. cackling. Wait, cackler of the week. We need to announce who's oh, the cackler uh, of the week. Okay, so cackler of the week goes out to a fellow cackler that DM'd us. Chris Munn. Chris Munn. They slay. Um, they sent us a really cute um DM about how much they love the pod and stuff they would like to hear on the pod. They also sent us a picture of them making their friends listen to the pod and they have a picture of their friends holding up their phones. It literally looks like they're being held at gunpoint. Yeah, and um, <laughs> they were saying that they help run a support group for people who have sex with men. And I've plugged your podcast to the gays there as well. Oh my god, we need so, we need to do like a full like gay we episode. Do. Yeah, they were because, giving us some really good ideas. Yeah, on just addressing like masculinity and finding belonging in the queer community. So so topics like that to come. Yeah, topics like that to come. Thank you for those suggestions. Thank you for plugging us. Yes. we love you. We love a good. We love a good promotion. Yeah. Um and and yeah. on that note, if you'd like to be cackler of the week, send us some fun DMs. Send, like we send us something fucked up, do something crazy. I don't know. Whatever, whatever's off the dome. Like we read them <laughs> all. So we literally read them all. We love interacting. I literally will be in like the back of work, and like tables will be like, "Where's my food?" I'm like, "One minute, I'm reading." Yeah, entertain Chase <laughs> while he's at yeah, work. Yeah, please. I have to fight the good fight every fucking day. Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, I guess on that note, we can wrap up, yeah. but thank you all for listening and tuning in. We love you so much. Love you. Love you. We'll see Bye. you next time. Bye. What the fuck you laughing at? Broke people should never laugh.